0: classes canceled, parents scramble. I'm not prepared making arrangements with the job. CDC test guidance. There is going to be significant demand for these tests. Automaker shifts gears. By 2028, Chrysler will be an all-electric brand. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. In the COVID fight, federal health officials are trying to weather the new blows being delivered by the Omicron variant. Schools are in a tough spot, too, as cases rise dramatically. Overnight, Chicago public schools canceled classes for today as teachers voted to switch to remote learning. Teacher Kelly Lindsay is also a parent. Believe me, I would rather not teach remotely. However, it's better to teach remotely than not at all. For other parents, this is a real problem. You have to cancel everything, Going to work. And you just have to stay with them. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper is in Chicago. The Chicago Teachers Union says its members want to be in buildings with their students, but believes Mayor Lori Lightfoot and her team have yet to provide COVID safety protocols, especially with the Omicron surge. Mayor Lori Lightfoot saying... We should be at the table. We should be bargaining in good faith. We should get to a resolution. But what we should not be doing is allowing CTU leadership to shut down an entire school system. Buildings will be open today to provide essential services, but no instruction will be provided. In New York City, the new mayor is resisting calls to go remote, saying school is the safest place. Teachers there who tested positive and have mild symptoms can return after five days instead of 10. In South Florida, CBS's Manuel Jorquez says there's concern at school and in major hospitals. At Miami-Dade Public Schools, 1,700 teachers were out sick, forcing school uh, superintendent uh, uh, Alberto Carvalho to substitute teach at Miami Jackson Senior High. We deployed individuals who have educational certification, support staff, coaches. More than 10% of Miami-Dade police are out with COVID, while local hospitals are seeing an uptick in cases among staff. The maternity ward at Holy Cross Hospital was forced to close due to staffing shortages. And with new hospital admissions in Miami-Dade up 550 percent in just two weeks, the need for health care workers will only increase. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang has the latest on the shifting federal guidance on testing and isolation. People who test positive for COVID-19 can stop their isolation after five days if they are still asymptomatic or feeling mildly ill. And those people are still not required to get a negative test result first. However, the CDC added a caveat. If someone has access to a test and wants to take one, then they may and those who test positive should isolate for another five days. Former President Trump has canceled an event he planned to take place tomorrow on the anniversary of the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Political scientist Larry Sabato. The advice he got, as I understand it, was virtually unanimous, that this was not the time or the place to have a press conference, and certainly it wasn't the subject to defend as Trump would have. CBS's Catherine Herridge tells us the committee investigating the siege Wants to hear from Fox News host Sean Hannity. On December 31st, Hannity texted then-White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. I do not see January 6th happening the way he is being told. Five days later, Hannity wrote, I'm very worried about the next 48 hours. And on January 10th, to Meadows and Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan, guys, we have a clear path to land the plane in nine days. He can't mention the election again. It's all clear on Interstate 95 in Virginia after a nightmarish 24 hours for hundreds of people who got stuck after snowstorm accidents brought things to a skidding halt. State officials are now defending their response to the crisis from angry drivers. The signs on the interstate told you very little. Didn't tell you, you know, uh, 20 miles ahead, you better get off and get a hotel. Virginia's governor calls it an incredibly unusual event. In the heat of a political battle, a Republican governor is heading to a gun shop. CBS's Vicky Barker says it's about a new bill that could help firm up his support. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp is today backing legislation that would allow Georgians to join some 20 other states where citizens can carry a handgun in public without a license. He's facing a strong primary challenge from fellow Republican David Perdue, an enthusiastic backer of what supporters call constitutional carry. California fire officials say Pacific Gas and Electric Power Lines sparked last summer's Dixie Fire that burned more than 1,300 homes and other buildings. A criminal case could be next. The U.S. military says North Korea fired a ballistic missile into the sea, the country's first test launch in about two months. Asia expert Gordon Chang. The test could be timed to celebrate Kim Jong-un's birthday on the 8th of this month, or maybe to affect the crucial South Korean presidential election on March 9. The Wall Street Journal reports the Boy Scouts of America fell just short of the support it wanted from tens of thousands of victims for its nearly $2.7 billion sex abuse settlement. But it does not doom the organization's bid to emerge from bankruptcy. A top automaker has revealed its electric goal. There are only two vehicles that carry the Chrysler badge today, but the brand CEO Chris Fuell says they're beginning to rebuild into a very different kind of nameplate. By 2028, Chrysler will be an all-electric brand. That will start with Chrysler's first electric vehicle in 2025 and include electric versions of current products like the Pacifica minivan. The vehicles will also include new technologies, including hands-free driving. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Big step for the Webb Space Telescope, now more than halfway to its destination a million miles from Earth. Space consultant Bill Harwood says NASA successfully unrolled a protective sunshield. The sunshield deployed by the book and a major success for this $10 billion project. team still has to unfold Webb's secondary mirror and parts of its primary mirror. There's news about a rising game show star. Mammal 6. The answer there is the Daily Double in the round. Amy Schneider, who's been on a weeks-long tear on Jeopardy and closing in on a million dollars in winnings, says on Twitter she was robbed last weekend in Oakland, where she lives. ID, phone, and credit cards taken, but she says she's okay. The Golden Globes won't be so golden this year. Live from the International Ballroom of the Beverly Hilton Hotel. A-listers will not be parading down a red carpet at the glitzy Hollywood venue. There will be no audience, no presenters, no media around, and no broadcast this Sunday. Variety says it's not because of COVID restrictions, but the fact that stars are boycotting over the Hollywood foreign press' recent diversity controversy. There's no word yet on whether the show will be live-streamed. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Even though he's seen as the frontrunner for the NFL MVP award, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers won't get the vote of veteran Chicago sports writer Hub Arkish. Arkish says Rodgers, who beat the Bears twice this season, is a jerk. Rodgers was embroiled in a COVID vaccination flap and off-season sulking. That's The Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here.